0: Welcome to the Career.pm podcast. This is your host, Greg Prickrell, a co-founder of Career.pm. Today we are going to talk to a seasoned product management interviewer. So if you are actively searching for a job or think you might be someday, like most of us, it is critical that you get inside the head of the interviewer and understand what they are thinking about. So if you are looking for a job and interviewing, this episode is for you. Today, it is my distinct pleasure to be speaking with Philip Hubertus, and I will let him introduce himself. But what we are going to talk about today is uh, interviewing. And Philip is a product leader, I think a great product leader. Uh, He has done at least his share of interviewing over the years, and the idea is to just kind of get you inside the head of somebody that's interviewing to help you prepare uh, for your interviews. Just like with a customer for your product, understanding what motivates them and how they think uh, is important. So welcome, Philip. Thanks, Greg. Uh, Do you wanna just give a quick introduction about uh, who you are and what you do?
1: Yeah. Thanks for having me on your session today. Um, Yeah, my name is Philip Robertus. Um, I'm a product manager at a technology company. Uh, Now for over 14 years or 15 years, maybe, um, uh, the company is called Here Technologies. Uh, We're basically providing a platform that manages data for uh, the car industry, for the automotive industry, where we provide uh, a digital map that does everything from navigation to driving assistance systems to now uh, actually um, being the, the reference layer for autonomous driving. Uh, but our platform also serves enterprise markets, logistics companies, uh, social media companies, uh, and everything that needs location um, as a factor or a data point uh, for creating some smart applications.
0: So you do B2B and B2C, but probably a little more B2B, right?
1: Yeah, so our company is a B2B company, so most people have not heard of hear technologies um, at all. Um, yeah, so mainly... But if uh, they
0: drive a car, especially a German yeah. car, there's probably, probably a pretty good chance that you've somehow used yeah. uh, some here data.
1: Yeah, we... Serving about four or five vehicles in Europe and North America with our map. So when you're using a navigation system that's built in or you're using a Garmin device, for example, then it's very highly likely that our map is used uh, for that user experience.
0: Very cool. So I know over the years you've hired uh, plenty of people and I'm curious in your mind, And this is both from kind of a knowledge and a way they present themselves perspective. What do you differentiate a really good candidate from just an average candidate?
1: Yeah, so um, I mean, I believe everyone has great qualities and can be a high performer if you enable them to play their strengths and develop their talents. And there are skills that can be trained uh, and there are responsibilities that people are intrinsically drawn to. I mean, you offer great courses that train people on the, uh, you know, on the, on the on the ways of building uh, a product definition of, of defining a problem statement mm-hmm. of building a roadmap of all the orchestration that needs to happen. So these are things that can be learned, but um, you really need to hire someone for the job that you need to get done and. I believe for that, you need to understand what kind of a role you're hiring for. So I've hired people into product management roles, but also uh, into project manager roles, product owner, technical product managers, product analysts, uh, and a few other roles. And um, my observation is that if you have a job search agent running on LinkedIn or any job portal, you will see that the product manager role is defined with a great variance. Are you looking for someone to analyze the market, consolidate the findings into a business case? Are you looking for someone to focus on working with engineering on the development of a product? Or are you looking for someone to flesh out the technical details? Or are you just in need of someone to track and orchestrate? Or are you looking for someone to manage a product along the entire lifecycle? So there's a, a lot of aspects that, um, that can make up that role, or that can be a focus of the role. And if you're hiring someone, you need to make up your mind of what your need is and whether that can be someone that is focusing on one aspect and then you grow them, or whether you need someone who has a lot of experience already and can look at this with a broader perspective. Right, so. If I look at a candidate's CV and I see what they've worked on so far, that doesn't really tell me anything about their talent or whether they actually like that role. So one of my favorite questions in interviews is actually, when are you happy moments at work? You know, when does time fly for you or Mm -hmm. when are you in the flow? When are you so immersed into doing something and you enjoy that so much that you're naturally drawn to do more of this?
0: Yeah, and Philip, at the meta level, is there something you're looking for in that answer? Like, I'm oh, sure everybody has something different that, you know, they yeah. can talk to, but at the meta level, what are you trying to get out of that question? Yeah, so, you know, it,
1: that question may sound a bit esoteric, but when you get candidates to talk about this, you can better understand their fit to the roles. So if you have someone that says, oh, you know, I really like to work with engineering, you know, tech company and, and working on the backlog and seeing stuff moving from from conception to execution, then maybe that person is a great product owner, but they may not be so interested in understanding the business case, or not understanding, like mm-hmm. building the business case, mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. and looking at uh, how can this be successful in three to four years? I mean, depending on how long your product lifecycle is. Mm-hmm. I I personally have someone on my team who said to me, "Look, I'm 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 really what I really love doing is evolving a product, like taking it from a basic set of features and then building it out into you know we do worldwide coverage nearly, and so bringing it to new markets, understanding the specifics of a of a particular market because a navigation app in Germany just is different than one in Chile or one in." Mm in Vietnam,
0: right? So So cool.
1: Yeah, I guess that gives
0: you some insight into how they see themselves and their priorities. Uh, And what I take away from that, Philip, tell me if I understood this correctly, is like you are really hiring for a specific position. So somebody probably shouldn't go in there trying to just demonstrate that they're a great general product manager. They should understand that specific position and probably work on kind of positioning their experience, their answers and so forth, really focused on that opportunity.
1: Yeah. Yeah, because usually the job specs are written in a fairly broad way. Mm -hmm. So I've had a lot of people applying to a, a product manager role that came from very different backgrounds and very different experience levels. And so what I try and find out is, yeah, so what have they done in the past? And did they like that? I mean, did they, did they enjoy doing that? What's, what's the kind of area they're drawn to? As I said before, like, mm-hmm. if I need someone who's really, who I'm really looking forward to take full responsibility and run with a product, like taking it through the entire life cycle, then a person who is enjoying being doing very detailed work with a technical team is not the right candidate.
0: Yeah,
1: makes so sense. If you're interviewing for a role, it's worth to find out what the hiring manager's real problem is. Where is the company with their product? Are they yeah. trying to establish it? Is it something that needs to get involved? Yeah. Where are they in the industry? Um, was, yeah, so I see that generally
0: that there is this focus on how to answer different types of questions and maybe not enough focus on really trying to get inside the head of who's interviewing, you, just like a, a prospect or a customer, yeah. understanding what their needs are and really tailoring your answer uh, to kind of match up with the position. That's really cool. We'll get back to our conversation with Philip in just a moment. You know, finding your dream product management job requires more than just polishing up your resume and doing a couple of mock interviews. At Career.PM, we have a course called the Intelligent Job Search, which will show you end-to-end how to find the best job sources, how to prepare for interviews, how to get your resume and your online presence in shape. For details, visit us at Career.PM. Uh, I'm wondering, when you interview somebody, are there certain red flags that you look for? What are the things that give you pause or maybe make you nervous uh, about a candidate?
1: Um, In product management, a lot of what you do is orchestration and communication. So if you hire someone who is not good at Communicating, then mm. uh, you may end up having to um, somehow buffer for that person, right, or be, sure. uh, be the proxy for that for that piece, and that can that can become an issue because in today's world, unfortunately, you need to be a bit pushy, you need to be communicative, sure. you need to, you know, you're a stakeholder, <laughs> you need to hold on to that stake literally and defend your position and defend your product and and also try and understand the market and and be flexible enough to adapt where needed but stay firm where you need to stay firm. So I I think
0: that's a great point communication is absolutely critical and obviously in the interview I guess what I've seen people do is maybe get so nervous uh, that they don't communicate. So people who are good communicators maybe get nervous and don't communicate the way they normally would, and that's probably a mistake. You know, to an extent, be yourself, especially if you're an effective communicator, and just let that come across naturally.
1: And, and one thing that I also, uh, I'm also also very critical about is people who, who tend to be overly convinced that they can do anything. Like, like mm-hmm. oh yeah, I've done that, I can do that. Yeah, of mm-hmm. course. I mean, that's exactly where you need to be open enough to say, well, I've, I've not done that, but I think that's a skill that I can learn, or mm-hmm.
0: uh,
1: I've had a similar uh, challenge in the past and here's how I tackled it. I mean, that's, that's one thing that I'm really looking for and trying to bring out of people, like how did they deal with a certain situation in their uh, experience so far? Mm-hmm doesn't need to be the exact same situation, but if it's something that is uh, along the same lines, then great, then talk about it and, mm-hmm. and show the, the hiring manager how you approach a problem and how, what you learn from it. You know, Was it a success or was it a failure? That's totally cool as well because, I mean, we're humans, we learn more from failures than we do from successes, I believe. So, mm-hmm. uh,
0: so- i had somebody uh they wanted me to ask you kind of a specific question i think it's interesting and do you prefer problem solvers or are you looking for somebody that has like this kind of product sense you know somebody knows a lot about the product or is it more important to you that at their core they are a problem solver
1: yeah so i think i i actually prefer both so you need yeah. to you need to have a balance right as a mm-hmm. As a great product manager, you will try to solve a market problem, either for an existing problem or for one that the market doesn't know it has.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Gotcha. So it's really
0: about balancing those two.
1: Yeah. And then you really need to manage that as a product, not as a single solution, right? So you need to have problem-solving skills, but you need to take it a step further and have a product sense. Maybe you don't you're not experienced in that particular industry or area, but if you have a sense of what a product is about, then you can take that and um, Mm -hmm. put it into your work. It's already a great accomplishment to work with a customer on that problem and then build a solution, but it's an even greater outcome if you define something and take it to market, scale it across multiple customers and then manage it along. Uh, The life cycle.
0: Yeah, makes sense. I'm wondering, can you think of somebody who's done something in an interview that was particularly impressive? You know, maybe something unusual or creative or, you know, just anything that stuck out to you that really, yeah, was memorable?
1: Uh, Wow. I mean, no, I, I'm afraid um, people are, are really nervous most of the times. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, no, but, but um, what is quite telling sometimes is when I walk down uh, to an interview uh, and I look at the receptionist, She often already gives me an idea of how the person behaves when they came in. (laughs) Yeah, that's interesting. So.
0: Yeah, so I've read about that and I don't think about it much. It's a good point. Like if you're not just genuinely nice to people, which you should be, you should make an extra effort because I think you're, I mean, you've just given an example that there are influencers that you're not even aware of sometimes. Yeah. That's great. And,
1: and generally, I like people who are honest, of course. I mean, it, as I said earlier, it's not its not a bad thing if you talk about an experience you've had and it was actually a failure. Mm-hmm. And maybe in advance of uh, doing an interview, you think about these situations as a preparation. And I uh, think what you've learned from that, um, mm-hmm.
0: Gotcha. So people shouldn't be too careful. I mean, they should. Uh, and I, that's something that I've shared with folks. Failure is okay, especially if you can talk about how you learned from it, how, how it helped you grow. Uh, the final question, Phil, this is just a kind of point of maybe um, etiquette, but I think we've lost this in the tech world, but do you expect a thank you note after an interview? Do you expect the person to contact you and thank you for your time? Does that ever happen? There's a conflicting kind of guidance on the internet. I'm curious just how you personally feel about that.
1: Um, I guess it um, it shows a certain attitude and it shows whether you're really want the job so Hmm. it it also depends on the type of interview so usually our HR team does the pre-screening and then what we do is I do a first interview over uh, a video platform Mm -hmm. but when I bring people in what I usually do is I show them around the office I want them to see other people that work at our company um I want them to get a feel for the vibe um and I also give them my business card and I tell them, you know, I know this is a, an exciting situation here. So if you drive home and you still have some questions or there's something that you really want me to, to know about you and you did forget to mention it, you know, here's my, my uh-huh, business card. Uh-huh. You know, get in touch, let me know. Um, so I give them the opportunity to come back. Um, yeah. Cool. I would
0: take away from that, like it's kind of a nice gesture, right? Yeah. You may not expect it. And I think that's a great point that it demonstrates real interest in the job. Yeah. So I got to figure in some cases that could be a little differentiating, right? If you've got a couple yeah. of candidates that are really good and one has really shown more interest in the job. Uh, Phil, that was great information. Uh, thanks for sharing that. I know it will uh, help a lot of folks kind of prepare. Uh, to be sitting on the other side of the desk from folks like you, thanks. Yeah, sure. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Key takeaways are it's important to get inside the head of the person interviewing you, and it is absolutely critical to tailor your answers for the position that you're applying for. If you like what you heard, Please tell your friends and colleagues about us. Give us a review on your podcast service and we will see you next time.